This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay. Um, all right, this is it. Welcome back, everybody. Yay! We have been snarkless for um, I don't know a couple, not a couple of weeks. It seems like it though. But we've got a good group back. Let's welcome everybody around the horn. The great actor, improviser, and otherwise just all around cool fella, Brad Bishop, is here. Hello. Uh, Brad, what's the first thing top of mind for you? You said you haven't been watching much other than trailers lately. Right. Yeah, I haven't been to the movies in a, in a little while. But Nobody yeah, trailers, has, by the way, yeah. except for little kids with home. Has anybody yeah. dragged anybody to I'm home? I'm going on Thursday. All right, I knew that would happen. Uh, so what... What? Tra- I actually saw a couple of trailers this week, too, that excite me. What would you see? Uh, the MI5 trailer looked pretty exciting mission impossible five yes that looked pretty that awesome. was a big deal they gave that a yeah what did they debut that during on tv it was like the full two minutes one night um, yeah they had a big countdown they had a teaser yeah and then they had the actual trailer the next day right um is this the scientology documentary on hbo no 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 that's a whole different tom cruise thing <laughs> oh. yeah uh, but no, it looks, we'll I mean, like, it had me hooked. I was just like, I want to see this movie right now. It <laughs> reminds me a lot of, they constructed it basically in the same way they did one of the earlier ones. Was it the very first or second Mission Impossible that was him on the train? Um, it was the first one. It, it was the first one. Yeah. And that's, it was him hanging on to the train, and now he's, as it, it closes with him hanging on to an airplane yeah. as it's a jet well, engine. They, they've done a great thing, like, with the last one. Uh, it was directed by Brad Bird, which was awesome. I'm a big fan of his, his animation stuff. Uh, I remember watching that, and it was just like, all the stuff they do is just so ridiculous, but I'm behind it 100%. I'm just like, <laughs> of course he has to climb a building. and get, you know, <laughs> Yeah, he's got to do that. Go, Tom Cruise, go. Well, what I liked about number three was that they kind of went back to a team as opposed to it just being... Tom Cruise is basically an American James Bond, which is... uh, Which looks like what they're doing with this one, too. Yeah, because they kept the same people intact. They brought Mm -hmm. Simon Pegg back, who was made number three really fun. Right. Um, The the guy who's been from the first one, um, Ving Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames and Jeremy Renner is is featured in there, too. So it looks like maybe they've got the team and there's going to be some hot chick somewhere, some (laughs) nameless hot chick. Uh, But the other one, the other trailer uh, came out today. Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> like, I, I watched that at work, and I was just like, guys, I got to go. I got to go. Now, is this a I'm reboot? Excited. Is this a reboot, remake, a uh, further, no, no, it's, further it's adventure? Further adventure, from what I can tell. All right. Uh, but it looks it looks pretty fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, the, the action, like, I, I could care less about the script at this point. The action looks fantastic. Yeah. 
I I saw a little bit of the Road Warrior on like TNT or something recently, and that that fucking thing holds up. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, st- all the stunts They're... and everything in that still very organic because they didn't have any sort of CGI to work with. Uh, Each movie seems to be different. Like it doesn't seem like it follows a real coherent no thread. No, but you don't really care. Not really. <laughs> um, yeah, the whole the Thunderdome, Tina Turner. You know, we don't need another hero stuff. Was that was a bizarro <laughs> flick? That was weird. And that ended him with getting drunk at Moon Shadows, right? And then saying those anti again, things? a completely different story. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I just saw a trailer today. For, oh, oh, Spectre is the oh, other yeah, one. Yeah. That, Absolutely, yeah, the yes. Bond. Um, saw that. Yes. And boy, haven't they revitalized? None of this. You care about none of this. <laughs> James James Bond 007 he's right. the secret agent who was created by Who's writer 007 Ian 007 oh. these days <laughs> Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Oh, that's right. I skipped out on Sean Connery was when I was out. Wow. When you were three? (laughs) Well, I mean, he came back like five times. Yeah, he came back. Well, that's true. You're talking about like Never Say Never Again in the 80s when he read Thunderball. (laughs) I liked Roger Moore. Oh, he's in trouble right now. (laughs) Is he? Why? 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 Because he made a statement about the fact that Idris Elba is up for James Bond, which he would, he would be the first African-American James Bond, which right. I'm, I think he'd be oh, great. What did he say? What did Roger say? He said he's not British enough <laughs> to be James Bond, <laughs> which everybody takes for code, meaning he's not white enough. I don't know. Idris I, Elba is pretty British, for yeah. one. And by the way, if, if, if he's implying that he's the wrong skin color or whatever. If you read the original, and all the nerds have mentioned this, but if you read the original Ian Fleming books, he's described, uh, James Bond, I think is like blonde he's, or something. He's not <laughs> handsome. He, he's completely different. He's, he's a guy who you wouldn't recognize in a crowd. Right. He's a guy you'd like, you'd see, he's an average Joe, but just somebody who would, you would just be like, uh, whatever, yeah. and move on. This is supposed to be Daniel Craig's last one, right? I think so. Yeah. But it's, uh, but it's the same, it's the same crew that did, uh, it's what's his name? It's um, Sam director. Mendes. Sam Mendes. Yeah, why do I always forget Sam him? Mendes. Yeah. Sam Mendes. But I think back. it's still him. Yeah. yeah, it is. Sam Mendes. Is it? <laughs> Which one is it? Sam Mendes. Ah, okay. All right. Uh, 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 didn't he in uh, Brazil 66 back in the day have oh, a big <laughs> Oh, that's Sergio Mendes. Wow. What? You can make those references, but and, I can't. And I used to love his jeans. <laughs> Silence. Oh, oh, sorry, that was Sergio Valente. Oh, so, oh okay, we're sorry. playing that I game. I thought you were talking about. So we're playing that game. And he wrote those little cartoons in the, in the borders of Mad Magazine. No, that's somebody. Sergio Al- Aragones. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> I can't believe it. He's hilarious. I saw him at a Comic-Con oh. one time. He's no, 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 that's the, that's the guy that had the treasure hidden. No, that's the treasure of Sierra Leone. Um, Sierra Madre. Oh, Sierra Madre. No, Sierra Leone. <laughs> God, we've gone off the rails. Talking about Natasha Leone. From- uh, oh, no. Oh. No, Natasha Le- Leggero, who was on the Beaver Roast the other day. <laughs> of course, day. yeah. No, Boris and, and Natasha. Oh, God. Hey, I, I, Brianna, I let- jump in any time. <laughs> I led into the Beaver Roast, and that was the perfect opportunity. That was my cue. Yeah, the Beaver Roast was on last night. It was good. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are saying that he just did this to kind of resurrect his career and to apologize for his past behavior. Which he did at the and, end. And he did, yeah. Very and you tearfully. Know what? It was an orchestrated p- publicity stunt, I get, but so? It's... So let him apologize. Lindsay Lohan apologized 50 times and she's never done any better. Let's, he's got a shot now. Let's see if he's going to like man up 
and be a better guy. Well, what's the over under on the big, you know, how soon will the next bonehead move? Right. right. And I think he's got a couple months. And if he does nothing, you know, <laughs> let's give him let's give it more time. Let's get that ball rolling, because I think he deserves a second chance. I mean, he's got. Second chance. Yeah, this it would be his second like chance. Like a second phase. Like in a, yeah, a, a, he deserves a second. Because he did just didn't he just turn twenty one? Is that yeah. yeah? Okay, so that gives him the chance to prove he's an adult, right? That's what I think. I just think let's give him a chance. You know, he had that teenage years was rough, but uh, <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Someone yes. said, yeah. you know, it's too <laughs> it must be tough. It must be tough. <laughs> well, having why you know the egg with this fifty million dollar residual? <laughs> yeah, check. but as he said, he was thrown into this life. No one could have prepared him, you know. And he just got excited. He got rich, excited. There were women everywhere. I mean, you show me an eighteen-year-old who's not going to like. No, you're right. I mean, look, I I probably blame the kid, uh, the kid version of Justin Bieber less than the same way with Lindsay Lohan. Terrible parenting. Yeah. um, Absolutely no restrictions and no boundaries. Obviously surrounded by nothing but people who have were either hangers on or enabling him to to act this way. And Justin saying, Bieber's dad being one of them. Oh, cool. you know, as yeah, the enablers. The, yeah, and he's the party. He's the he's party. He's the party guy. dad. Yeah. All yeah, right, let's go. Dinner. Come on, Biebs. In fact, uh, Pete Davidson made a joke last night, which his Pete Davidson's dad died in 9-11. In 9/11 and right. he said that Justin's dad is worse than his dad, which I'm not sure if the reference was because his dad's dead <laughs> in 9-11, but I thought that is was pretty gnarly to make possible a... possible you're not delivering the joke properly? That is definitely possible. <laughs> wow. But Pete Davidson did make some kind of reference to his dad and that Justin's dad is worse than his dad who's yeah. not around. Yeah. Which was kind of dark, but... um. You well, know. That's, that's the roast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's it's the they, roast. They, they, I mean, that's the stuff they actually put on Comedy Central. There's uh, apparently so much stuff that digs deeper and gets worse than that. Mm. Uh, the the clip that's flying around a lot right now is the stuff that Hannibal Burris did, which um, people are kind of discovering him and finding him. But he he's he's so freaking funny. He's in Broad There's City. A- I love him. He's good. There's a lot of anger, or at least there was when the news first came out, uh, about people making jokes about uh, Paul Walker. Oh, yeah. They cut it from the roast. There was a Paul Walker joke because Justin Bieber is wearing his hair kind of like Paul Walker did towards the end. Well, also, he likes his cars, and he's always, he does those, like, I was, yeah, I heard that story, but I don't know why why would they be going so hard on the Paul Walker joke. Well, too soon to just even joke about Paul Walker's No, but why even go there? I couldn't figure out the connection. It's fast cars in his hair right now. Okay. Justin Bieber's Bieber, hair. Yeah, he's looking no, a little Bieber like does, Paul Walker yeah, right Bieber now. Okay, but, street races. Yeah, but so he, these guys, as much as this all looks very kind of off the cuff or whatever, most of these jokes are pre-written and pre-prepared by a long I was shot. They're meant to be as by... insulting and horrific so as possible. So where along the line does somebody go, you know who we should uh, you know, we should include in this? A bunch of Paul Walker stuff. Uh, Fast 7 is coming out this is, week. You think the timing? Oh, think yeah. The timing? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Okay. Well, that just seems, I mean, I, I, I hate being PC, but that just seems random and strange to pick on a dead guy who died in a car well, crash. Well, uh, he was, does kind of resemble him right now, though. All right. Bieber there was that one joke. I didn't, I didn't see the, the uh, roast, but I, I saw a lot of the jokes online. Right. And there was that one joke I think Natasha Legaro made was like uh, talking about Selena Gomez dating Justin Bieber. She's like, that's the worst luck. She has the worst luck of any singer named Selena. 
in <laughs> history. Yeah. Which is another reach Which is for a another... joke, but I feel like that time has passed. Well, there's 20 years. See, yeah, you can joke about Selena. I think you have to wait um, 10 years before you joke about the dead dad thing. My what dad it? died, and it, I think 10 years is, you can't joke. No, there's a rule. There's a, somebody, somebody came up with a rule. I can't remember if it's eight or like that's reasonable something yeah it's, it's like after eight years it's okay to joke about or right. something like that well because that guy's dad died in 9 11 so it's only hasn't been that long and he was joking about his dad dying so oh, it's been years. much well it's been longer than eight years two of that year two yeah okay. it was september 11th it was 2001 so oh remember? 9 11 i yeah. was thinking it was 2011 <laughs> i got so mixed up oh yeah it's okay dead dad jokes abound <laughs> And you say I get things mixed up? <laughs> I'm mixed up. Boy, those ever since you had the kid, man, it's just those years are a blur. Mind scramble. I tell you. So that's Brianna Mordente, by the way. I don't think we gave her a formal intro. Yay. Uh, Rob the Iceman Eisenberg is here. Yes, Lawrence. Um, top of mind for you, what's going on? I can't stand this kid on American Idol. Oh, boy, you're the only one in the room that's probably going to be able to talk about this. Which kid are we talking about? There's this little squishy 15-year-old boy on American <laughs> Idol right now. His name's Danny something. He's not that good of a singer, but but he's he's so cute. He's like a cute... He's, he's 15, but he looks 10. And he, he's so cute, you want to rip his head off and take him to one of those Build-A-Bear stores and just fill his body cavity with stuffing and then put the head back on and then give it to your daughter or niece to take the bed with you. And But the thing is, he can't sing that well. So I don't know... Who's voting them in every single week? If it's preteen girls, if it's grandmothers, if it's Nambla, I don't know. <laughs> but he needs to go. Now, is this is it down to how many people do we have left? I think they're the top ten. It's Maddie and now. Danny. I'm trying to figure out who this Danny is. I think his first name is Danny Seaver or CV or something. Nobody cares about the kids. They only care about J Lo and what she's going to wear. Mm-hmm. The J Lo glow. That's all it's about. Well, what bothers me is that they've kept him on in lieu of better singers. And unfortunately, I have to, I watch it because the, the wife watches it and she watches The Voice. Well, are we at the point, though, where it's the is it the audience keeping him on or is it uh, judges still having an impact? It's voting, right? Yeah, it's, it's, all, it is it's voting. all popularity contest. Right. It, it yeah. is voting. The judges at this point don't. I mean, even when they, when Keith Urban says, and now in, in his, I can't do an Australian accent, but Try. You, you know, that was, that was not one of your best performances, but man, you're going to be here next week, I'm sure. And that's kind of <laughs> You it. sound like a Beatle. I know. It's the best I can do. <laughs> you know, then Harry Connick tries to be the, the musician who gives. The new Simon Cowell. Yeah. Kind of. You know, maybe that wasn't your best performance, but. I like that shirt, so I think you'll be here next week. But now, watch your pitch. Now, wait. Is this one of the Duck Dynasty guys? I'm yes. so confused by your accent. <laughs> that was my Jennifer Lopez, by the way. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, this, this this kid, he's cute. You know, it's just, he, call, he comes out there and sings in Hall, an old song. I, I think I'm wa- it's like I'm watching a, ro- a talent show with the local Rotary Club. It, it just, Please it tell just, me it was Maneater. Uh, I think, <laughs> no, he sang, um, oh, was it, I think it was Kisses on my list, I think. I can't remember. Now. Oh, well. It was the, not the Hall and Oates hits are coming back, gang. Yeah, those, are, are. those are those are they've come they've gone around from uh, from n- never hip to definitely not hip back to almost kind of hip uh, to probably by the time we finish it's not hip again. <laughs> yeah. well, one, one of my favorite uh, comedy groups is Garfunkel and Oates. Mm-hmm. They're two women, mm-hmm. Ricky right. Lindholm and Kate Micucci, who do these great comedy songs. And John Oates is 
friends of theirs now. Like, mm. yeah. he found them and he had them come up to a concert and play with them. And yeah. he was in their show on IFC, which so. almost negates the hipness of the t- of the title when you've when you're basically making fun of sidekicks by that by that <laughs> name Garfunkel and Oates. Right. And suddenly he's befriended them <laughs> and embraced them. I remember at one point they did a show called. Uh, they had some more people on, so it was Garfunkel, Oates, and everyone else from the police. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. Uh, so, so what? How are you going to get through this whole American Idol crisis, Rob? Oh, it doesn't really bother. <laughs> That's it. That's all you got. Yeah, I'm just saying it sticks in my craw that he's sticking sticking in the show because he is obviously so adorable to a certain segment of the population. While better singers are being voted off, yeah. it's teenage girls, yeah, young teenage girls, twelve, thirteen. Once they're fifteen, mm-hmm. they're into the cigarettes and booze. They're not watching American Idol. Yeah, if if you found his picture, I mean, you would instantly have a boy crush. How? Lo- <laughs> well, all right. You do know me pretty well, so... Oh, I do. I uh, remember your Jonathan Taylor Thomas phase. Oh, God. Uh, how long... Does Namble listen to this show, too? Is that what you're going for that demographic now? <laughs> by the way, you guys have nailed uh, our very first sponsorship on Star <laughs> Brought to you by Nambler. Uh, <laughs> I have to put it in the tags this week now. See, the Daily say. Show used to do that. Whenever they had an acronym, they, they, they would say the full name of it like the you know, let's say the the it's the good old party or nambla <laughs> <laughs> let's grand uh, old party let's uh let's mention the daily show since that was a major announcement in entertainment which caught a lot of people off guard a guy who's barely been a correspondent on the daily show for any length of time us uh, um uh, trevor noah is going to take over for john stewart uh when he leaves that post and First of all, very cool, although I'm so tired of all these comedy shows being hosted by half-black South Africans, but I, <laughs> but he seems to have a lot of talent. Uh, no, this guy um, grew up with, when apartheid was still uh, you know, prevalent. Um, he's, there was no stand-up comedy scene to speak of. He talks about being a child, and he comes from uh, mixed-race parents, so he had to avoid his mother on the streets. They couldn't walk together for a certain part of his life. So he's got this really interesting background, this interesting perspective. And he's basically somebody who, here in the United States, nobody knows. I mean, nobody knows who this guy is. He has some big shoes to fill, because everyone loved Jon Stewart. They just loved that show, everyone. And I think maybe that's the point of not necessarily plugging in somebody who would essentially do the same show. Yeah. Um, although it could have been, I mean, they've had correspondents on that show who've been there forever, Samantha Bee and Jason Jones. Right, but, and, uh, I mean, the rumor is that they all turned it down. Samantha Bee had a show on TBS, I think, that she's going to, along with Jason Jones. Jason Jones just oh, left so the show. Oh, so they're leaving. Okay. Yeah. Are they doing it as a, they're doing it as a couple? Because they're married. Well, right? I think he's the star, and she's maybe oh. doing something else with it. I don't know. I, um there was somebody else who they mentioned, but it was just like, well, that person, they got another, another job. Like, well, I mean, John Oliver, he's got his thing with HBO. Right. right. Oh, Larry, Stephen Colbert. Uh, is, Larry, is what's the, his name? Wilmore. Right. He's got, yeah, he's doing He's his got show. his, the nightly show. Right. Yeah. So. But that yeah. is in- interesting, too. There is also now two back-to-back um, news-oriented shows with men of color hosting on Comedy Central. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Comedy Central stands behind Trevor Noah amid scrutiny. Uh, it's the Twitter 
Oh, it's ju- it's just online scrutiny. Yeah, some oh, people went cares? way back into his Twitter feed and found some jokes he made about like lesbians and Jews. Oh God, and they're gonna find anything. Lesbian yeah. Jews. And uh, and so now people are upset about it because he made these you know un PC jokes. If but you've he's ever a, said a word before, watch out. They're he's a find comedian, yeah, so probably. I don't. Believe yeah. Uh, in a post from last year, he quotes another Twitter user who writes, When a woman is loved correctly, she becomes ten times the woman she was before. To which Mr. Noah adds, So she gets fat? <laughs> That's true. That's no, one they that. dug up. <laughs> <laughs> funny to me. Funny to me, yeah. And here's, okay, well, let's see if he's still funny if, <clears throat> once he gets into the anti-Semitism. Oh. Well, we'll see. I'm just, I just see the word Jewish. Almost bumped a Jewish kid crossing the road. He didn't look before crossing, but I still would have felt so bad in my German car. <laughs> I think that's funny. I, d- I hadn't I don't heard the tweets. Yeah, those aren't. Seems funny to me. Um, in post from 2010. Hardly controversial. South Africans know how to recycle like Israel knows how to be peaceful. I mean, that boy, that's edgy stuff. I, what are pe- Why do people get... People are so touchy. People Uh, are so touchy. And this is what I wrote: to reduce my views to a handful of jokes that didn't didn't land is not a true reflection of my character nor my evolution as a comedian. Oh, I like it. Nice. By the way, the guy's really super intelligent. I mean, if you've watched him so far as a as a correspondent, and that's probably the hardest thing to find a host to take over for John Stewart. Not that people like Samantha Bee and and all they could have absolutely done it. Sure. But you want to have that person who is an intellectual who can go mm-hmm. toe-to-toe with the politicians yeah. and the people who come on. And and somebody who understands. Like, he's gone through so much. Like, like Sarah Palin never could have done this. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? That's a perfect, you know, you do need somebody completely well-respected. And I wouldn't have liked somebody like a Chelsea Handler who is way mm. more pop culture mm-hmm. oriented. And that's one name they were... I, trying to throw around is it's true you don't know her you i don't know if you questioned her intelligence but not intelligent enough i think she would turn into the chelsea handler show yeah news show same kind of thing if you had like a a bill maher it would no longer be a daily show it would be a bill maher show like you know and he would take it make his own right opinionated thing out of it and I suspect that other than people who are just finding this is a nice time to bow out, they're going to have still some of the same brilliant writers and researchers that they have, which is what's made that show. I mean, John Stewart is great, and John Stewart has a perspective, but that show would not be what it is without uh, the overall point of view of the people who contributed to it, as right. well as probably the best research team in any organization, any news organization, the stuff they go back and find and the stuff they do to compare what somebody said then to what somebody said now is brilliant. Yeah. I mean, and 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 you're calling people out for stuff they've you know committed to a few years ago when at the time they were either politicking or just trying to kind of you know sway people to their side and then totally make a 180. That is yeah. pretty brilliant to use the written word as, you know, I mean... As research for what you said or what you said. Yeah, I guess that does kind of make us hypocritical if we're saying like, oh, he shouldn't go, people shouldn't right. go back and look at his Twitter feed, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but if it's damaging or if it's damning, that's that's a different story. Yeah, but I'm looking, I mean, just people look to find anything they can to complain about anything. And get off my lawn. All right. Um, <laughs> when is Brian Williams coming back? Will someone please bring Brian Williams? Brian yeah. Williams, I don't think he's going to. You know, Get I think, the job after six months. I think really? he's out of there. But he will do other things. 
Interesting. Yeah, he's. Um, I think he's with the Malaysian airline right now. <laughs> he's completely off the radar. That's what he's saying, at least. I think he should get his job back, though. I really do. I just don't think they will. I think the six-month break was kind of... But I don't... I was, Everyone says he's not credible anymore. He, he, it's not that he's I not credible. That. He got carried away. That's all. Look, I, you know, I, you, you, you either look. He, he's, re, he reads the news. I know he has an editorial position and is editor in chief, I guess, of NBC News. I believe that is correct. But this is also the guy that would very often do one of those wacky one take lip sync things with the Today Show, and you know, doing the backwards dance and it's like show up on the conan sketch yeah uh, letterman does the best regis by the way brian williams is the best regis impression you have ever heard and host saturday night live so i i I don't think those things hurt his credibility now i know that that whole situation with the with the flight and everything uh, the guy got caught in a Fabrication or After a, or a while, you know the story changes. You know, at first you weren't there, then you might have been there, then you were for sure there, then you were hanging off the wing of the plane. It just, <laughs> it just rolls. Like Tom Cruise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's going to put his I just, face on Tom Cruise's body. <laughs> but does that, here's what it comes down to. Uh, does it hurt his credibility? Maybe a little bit. Would it have hurt ratings? And I don't think so. I feel like... I Would people like the best move for him is not to go back to NBC, just to go somewhere else. I yeah. think so too. And I, I, but I think it's like it's a redemption thing. It's like suddenly he starts to build up somewhere else. I he heard rumors that he wanted thing. to be the new host of David Letterman, or he was kind of steering in that sort of direction when you said. Well, see, he, did. he could do a more in-depth version of a Daily Show type show because he has a sense of humor and he could welcome celebrities and 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 comedians on who have a point of view and perspective. I. I could see him moderating something that was more entertainment-oriented but still very insightful and maybe cover that ter- territory, especially if Trevor Noah takes the show in a kind of a different direction just in terms of content, whatever it might be. Um, that might be the best thing for, for Brian Williams. Cause maybe maybe he, he goes to PBS. Maybe they give him an hour show on yeah. PBS or something with an audience. and Takes over for Charlie Rose or something. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. All right. So many other things going on that we want to cover. Anybody watch the uh, season finale of Empire and have a take on that? God, that was a while ago. I don't remember. <laughs> I know. Well, we haven't been back in a while. Was it any good? Did it make you want to come back it, for season two? Oh, yeah. It, it's it's getting, though, um, so campy. You know, it's just... Getting it, campy? It, it's gotten even... Each episode gets a little more, you know, it was good, though. It's good. He is not going to die. He's going to live. Which changes everything. Spoiler alert. Yeah, oh yeah, if you did, yeah. <laughs> he is not going to die. Well, the whole first, this whole first season was he had ALS. He's going to die. Right. Now, they misdiagnosed him. He's not going to die. But he gave the empire to his gay son, which is who he had the most trouble with and didn't like because he couldn't understand the whole is gay this thing. A soap opera. I haven't it actually is. seen no, this. No, it really, yes. Oh God, it's yes. It's a dynasty. No, it's more. It's yeah. I mean, it's a yeah. It's it's a black dynasty. Yeah, is what they're calling. That's it. what they're calling it, and it yeah. really is. It's it's cheesy like that, but you Kinda know like what? The eighties Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost exactly like that. Yeah. Um, wow. It's good, though. So now that he's going to live, it's it brings a whole new thing. And they had a lot of good twists and, you know, everything you'd want. In a... All right. So you would you will come back for season oh, two. Oh, I'm coming back. All and right. that show is so huge. I, I believe I read this correctly, that the soundtrack kept Madonna from having her first 
What, her, her first non-number one debut ever? Oh, wow. The Empire that, just happened? Did? Yeah. yeah, yeah I, the music I, I didn't know that was what did it, but I, I did see an article that said it was like the first time she hasn't broken a certain I wow. think it was the point. Empire soundtrack. I don't soundtrack. think it was number one. I think it was like being in the top ten. So it had oh. nothing to do with the fact that her music is out of date, irrelevant, and not very good? I don't know. There's just nowhere to hear it anymore. <laughs> Nobody's going to play it on a radio station. I, well, look, when they say number one record, and this... This was kind of, you know, the this is also one of the things that the naysayers said about, you know, like somebody like Weird Al, mm-hmm. who had his very first number one record. The number of units being sold today by comparison to when these people were in their heyday, right. the 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 ratio is like ridiculous. It's mm-hmm. it's a, it's a tenth of what the numbers used to be. So if you you might be. Part of it might be you might be the only person of any note coming out with any kind of name with a new record. Like Mumford and Sons is going to come out with a new come out with a new album. It's going to be number one just because people know who we are. They are. It doesn't mean it's going to sell a lot of units. So it's all kind of perspective on on music business right now. I don't know who buys music anymore. I I do. Do you I buy CDs? Yeah. Do you buy the physical I CD? Like, yeah, I like I like owning a thing. I don't. Is that, I was going to say, because why? Because I know everybody prefers to download or the iTunes, so why buy the CD? You like having it. Yeah, I like having a physical thing. Do you like putting it in the case and taking it out? Uh, Well, well, the first thing I do is I I, I listen to the the CD and then I burn it to my computer and put it on my iPod. And then uh, you what toss do you do the CD, CD yeah. in an ever-growing. No, no I've got a big garbage garbage Yeah, I've just got a, a bunch of CDs. I I I was that way, and then I I found that. I, I went almost in one fell swoop within a year. I went e-reader. I went all digital files. Yeah, I've got them backed up in a cloud I'll, somewhere. I'll probably eventually do that. But yeah, I love, it was just I a like space books. thing. I like yeah, Blu-rays. the book. I, oh, I do too. Do. I do too. I like to hold a book. I, I was the same way. I liked the the feel and the smell of it, but it was just I I read a smell. lot. Smell? What the yeah. heck are you reading? The smell yeah, of it. No, just the you whole know, book. scratch and sniff books. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that kind of be the sad. Fifty I think Shades of Grey scratch and sniff book. Yes. <gasps> no, I see what you're talking about. There is something about holding the heft of a book in your yeah. hand. But, uh, the but only, I got over it. The only reason I went <laughs> nook. I did. I I because I, I felt the same way. I'm very old school. I liked the. I, it was a ritual to me to get the L.A. Times every morning and page through the the newspaper and have that experience. And, the, you know, they got slimmer and slimmer and everything pointed to online and all that stuff. And, and it, part of it is just ritual. Part of it is just it's yeah. it's a familiar yeah. feeling. And I got over it. And I realized I can I can browse a thousand books on one little thing without going with the, to the store. With the book, though, also, if you turn the page, do you have to scroll down? Because I don't want to scroll no. while I'm reading. No, you can just... How do you, you turn can, the page on the... You, you just swipe, you swipe the screen. It's like Tinder, you know. Yeah, exactly. No. But with a I don't nook. like this page. Nope. I don't like this page. Swipe <laughs> right. But with a like nook, it. you can't put that out when guests come over and be like, look at all of my smart books. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you actually have right. to talk about it. You can't see my complete true. works of Shakespeare. You can't, uh, you know? <laughs> can't put a coffee nook. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Here's a, a book I have actually nook. never looked at, but I'm going to impress you with. Oh, yes, I read The Corrections sure, by Jonathan yeah, Franzen. Read, uh, what did you think? Yes. Atlas Shrugged. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's I, 1960s uh, retro Holmes uh, so on, then maybe that you've one never day, looked at. Like coffee table books will be obsolete. It just won't be. That's the. That's probably the only books I buy anymore are something that are meant to have you know nice big beautiful pictures that you want to be able to kind of hold on to or, yeah. or specialty books or something like that. But I I did I got over it. I realize now 
that I'm reading the book for the book. I I enjoy the experience of it. I almost I personally almost never reread something, and for the books that I do have that kind of affection for and I'll go back to, I have those physically. I have a small library of books that I will go back to and read again. The writer still gets paid. The, you know, <laughs> yeah. Are, yeah. yeah. You need to return those, by the way. They're way overdue. Nobody, I don't think I've ever reread a book. Let them track book. me down. What? I don't think I've ever reread a book. No, oh, I've never read it twice. I thought I heard you say, <laughs> no, re- I don't think I've ever read a book. <laughs> no, no, reread. And, and I, by the way, that sentence wouldn't have surprised me either. <laughs> Thanks no, a lot. No offense, no offense. Um, I read Jackie Collins. Come I, on. I know. I'm in it. Uh, I think I don't reread that often anyway. I don't. I don't, I don't review a lot of movies. I although I have been lately because I've so, been so disappointed with everything that's been out. I've been itching to see things like just random stuff. Like I, somebody referenced Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross the other night, and I'm like, I'm gonna watch that again. It was just, it was just fun to kind of I, see all those people yeah. in the same movie. I have a lot of movies at my place for the hope that someone's gonna come over and we're gonna be like, I want to see that movie, so you can watch it with somebody. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm not just gonna yeah. sit down and rewatch a movie I've seen. That's that's about it. It's basically my rewatching movies has all been about educating Alex as he's gotten old enough, and it's been, and thank God he's into it. Um, cause there's that whole kind of silver era of the seventies that has great stuff in it that he would never normally see. And, and once he got into acting, especially to see Pacino and De Niro and those guys in their heyday and watch yeah. Dog Day Afternoon I, and, and Deer Hunter and Serpico and some of these other really, yeah, and I'm, I'm yeah. planning out for, for my son who turn, turns two next month. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm Serpico, you know, I'm just going to Serpico. You know, yeah. uh, no, like no, no, all, no. The, all the Disney movies. Start with Dog Day Afternoon first. Right. There's a dog in it. Uh, <laughs> no way. No way. Uh, no no way. Last Tango in Paris. Uh, no, Which no. I've like never all seen, the, by the way, all the Disney movies. How about all the, American all the, Werewolf? The Muppet movies. I, I, I told people, I'm like, you cannot show Ian uh, any Muppet movies because that's my thing. <laughs> I'm going to show him. Muppet, the you know I've got I've got the DVDs of the show and you know the the movies. That so. reminds me, happy anniversary by the way to a uh, movie that I have an affection for, Tommy Boy. Oh yeah. Uh, oh. Oh, holy schnoikies! <laughs> all those movies. Now see, there's it's funny because now that's a nineties. Dumb movie. and Dumber, Tommy's Boy, all those kind of movies Billy are just. But there are people who tout that now as a comedy classic, and there's a certain generation that that knows that movie. Even young kids know that movie really well, and I and the reason I bring it up is because my buddy Pete Siegel directed it, and. Well, let me pick the name off the got, floor. Well, no, there, it's but. got creepy Rob Lowe in it. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it really does. But no, the point I wanted to make is is that they, uh, knowing Pete as well as I do, they are literally shocked that people are still talking about this movie. They're just so gratified that they were part of something people actually will continue to quote and that mm-hmm. stuff. And not and the fact that Chris Farley, thank God, Chris Farley made a good movie that people want to re-see, so they can at least see him in something that really shows him at his full power. Because that <laughs> yeah. I I I did go to a screening at the uh, Beverly Cinema, the new Beverly Cinema, when they had they were Tarantino was like programming a '90s month in in March, and they showed Tommy Boy and. I hadn't watched it in a while. And just from the beginning of the movie, just everything, every move Farley made, he's just... It's hand. (laughs) (laughs) And just, you know, getting this D. I got a D. I'm (laughs) 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 (laughs
fast yeah. and he's <laughs> excited and he does a this this big guy does a cartwheel in front of him. I mean he's got so much grace this giant man he is funny he, he was funny, Belushi funny. he was the new Belushi and it's a shame that they both ended their careers. I know yeah. I know he I, I just I who knows same what age, he could have right? done I think it was same yeah age. with the, the the similarities are really scary well and and Farley always I mean that that was his that was he was his role model. Yeah. He was trying to be Belushi in almost every way. Ah, funny stuff. Uh, what was the, speaking of big men and funny guys? I saw a trailer just today before we started this. Jack Black and James Marsden, and <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. It's a little high concepty. Um, it's called the D Train, uh, which has nothing to do with trains. Jack Black is part of a group every year that organizes their high school reunion. <laughs> and so they get on the phone, try to get people to come back, and they're having more and more trouble getting people to come back as they get older. And one day he's watching TV and sees one of his old buddies make a commercial. It's like a, a, it's like a suntan lotion commercial. And he's like, that's Oliver. He's made it. He's a star. Because <laughs> he made a suntan lotion commercial. So he goes to L.A. on a business trip, and tracks him down, talks him into going, and suddenly now he's like the hero back at the reunion committee because everybody's suddenly saying yes because this guy is coming back. That sounds good. I want to And go. then hijinks ensue. Mm. No one goes it. to their high school reunion. It's well, true. I have no idea. I went idea. to I my 30th. Really? I went to, well, I went to the 10-year okay. one, which was... And so I got what four years from now I'll have my twentieth. I, yeah. I like to reminisce. Yeah, no, the twenty. I get nostalgic. Year. I get nostalgic. I think twenty is about the last one. I still have one. books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> twenty twenty seems like the last one that doesn't start to feel pathetic. I think yeah, my parents. Think, yeah. My parents still go to theirs. Really? Yeah. Oh, they love it. I don't my, know. My father-in-law just went to his fiftieth. Wow. Flew that's back a, to New that's York. That's a pretty big benchmark, yeah. Mm-hmm. I went to my 30th in New Jersey. I mean, that's already almost five years ago. I guess I'm a little curious. Holy I crap. Just... How did I get this all? <laughs> <laughs> oh, see? Now, this is what I'm talking about. I don't like looking back because I end up looking look at him. <laughs> We've lost him. We've lost him for the rest of the night. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, so many things about to start. TV is suddenly taking over. Once again, movies are going to take a hit because really popular quality things. Now, you guys earlier said Mad Men not on. I mean, has nobody ever here watched an episode of Mad Men? Never saw it. No. What's but everyone the, loves it. Well, here's the thing. I, I don't love it. I watch it. I feel like I have to watch it. It's kind of like reading that 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 book and leaving it out on the coffee table. Right. I have to go, well, of course I watch Mad Men. But I would... <laughs> But the people who touted it as one of the best series ever made, I'd, I'd maybe, it wouldn't be in my top ten. I'm just, I, I get late to the party on a lot of things, yeah. like Mad Men, uh, Breaking Bad, and and then it becomes overwhelming. It's it's just like, I can't sit down and binge yeah, you all have these seasons, up. so yeah. I'm just not going to watch it. There's too much, there's too much. Well, I, I yeah, I mean, I, if I... If I started Mad Men right now from season one and had that choice, I don't think I would. I would go. I think Breaking Bad. I got. I did do that. I want to, yeah. Breaking Bad was I'd, like. I'd like to. Three seasons had already happened, I think, and my wife and I started, and we were ravenous after that. Mad Men. I think I would. I would grow bored with, and I continue to go back to it because it is a quality show, and the acting is good and all that stuff. But I just, I don't. Stuff doesn't happen. I mean, it's just brooding, and it's. 
talking and 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 it's this character that's essentially unlikable and is ham playing? Well, you're, yeah. ham playing? you're in radio so you've got like the connection to advertising and you know, unlikable so okay. and unlikable <laughs> and almost yeah. everybody in the business is like that's, that's the reason i'd watch i used to work for an ad agency so i would yeah, but I, I don't even know if it's curious. that relatable because it's so, it's da- so dated in terms of right. The, the, it's so mm. very much of the time, and that that they kind of capture right. But you know, you kind of get it yeah. right. They, okay, they wouldn't they be treated... talking about doing websites, which is what I did. <laughs> 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 right, which makes for a really interesting right. dialogue. But I, I I'm going to watch it now because I am invested in it, and and I want to see how they resolve it. I I blame Matt Weiner. I think it's his sensibility, and I just don't. I don't the the writing is fine, but I've never it's never turned me on. So I wouldn't even, I couldn't even sit here and recommend it to you guys, considering what I know your tastes are like. Um, but People I guess, are into the fashion, but I Mad Men fashion. It. Yeah, I yeah that's fun. Oh yeah, I guess. Banana Republic had a Mad Men line at one point. Yeah. Well, they're about to edge into the 70s now, and the clothes have gotten steadily more and more wacky. Yeah. Bell-bottoms. I can't wait for Oh, bell-bottoms. Hot pants. And fringe. Fringe is really big. Bell-bottoms I'm not doing again, and the high-waisted pants, not doing it. Won't. (laughs) What about wearing uh, the polyester shirts with the collars outside the leisure suit collar? Is that coming back? Big wide collars. One can only too. hope. Oh yeah. One can. Only I hope. did have a and and with by the way we are coming up on Easter weekend here. Easter oh. every year was when my mom saved up money for uh, our Easter clothes, which our springtime wardrobe. You know, and do people make a big deal of the Easter clothes because you're going to church? Like, I see Easter that shoes. That was part of it. I guess, yeah, because I was thinking, well, why is everyone getting dressed but it's up? Also, but it's also a change in seasons, so you've got kind of a new, you know, right. a, a new outfit. But it's outfit. also a lot of people who don't normally go to church are suddenly are, showing up. Are going up. on Easter, right. And so it's like, what are they going to wear? They want to wear know? their Easter yeah, best. It's the old, you know, in your Easter bonnet with also, all the fringe upon it. Also Jesus. <laughs> I mean, and Jesus. Gotta... Now, speaking about this whole... Jesus thing. Yeah. There's this is a show. It's on. You can't escape the trailers on on NBC called oh, AD. AD? From is, the makers of the Bible. It is. Yeah. Which I think is the funniest phrase because they made the Bible right from the makers <laughs> of the Bible. I don't think they're the well, Gutenberg it's kind of like, press. It's kind of like the guy who got the Oscar nomination for the screenplay to Romeo and Juliet. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. really, really. Uh, don't you think Shakespeare kind of probably no, did that? Does anybody know what A.D. actually stands for? No. Something Assistant director? Sure. It, uh, close. Could yeah. be. Uh, really sure. I used to know. So. Well, people call it, say it's after death, which is not the case. Well, no. I, I hope it's that after dinner. That would be good, dinner, though. I because like I don't want to watch crucifixions while I'm eating my pork chop, okay? <laughs> well, what are they saying about dinner. this show, Thank A.D.? You. I don't know. Oh, you've just seen it. I, oh, you no, he just he just brought seconds. it up so he could make that joke. <laughs> no, just every five seconds the commercials like are on. Something right. Domino or something like that. It's, it's uh, Anno, uh, Anno Domini, Anno Domini, uh, which is which is not after death because actually it means it means A D means after the birth of Christ. Mm. So it's right, actually. So there was B.C. before Christ, and then uh, A.D. is after. But now it's B.C.E. Uh, it was in the, the year of our Lord. Era. Mm. Oh, they've, changed, they've changed that because they didn't want it to necessarily be associated strictly with Christianity. So they have B.C.E. before the Common Era. So obviously mm. the series is going to—it's f- it's basically 
the sequel to the Bible. So it's the Bible continues. It's the Bible part two. Oh, it's, I can't wait to watch it's, that. It's, it's New the Testament. Christian portion. It's I New Testament you. is what it is. So, so you're going to have the Ten Commandments, which will inevitably show up on ABC at some point, either this weekend, probably this weekend, I would assume. Yeah. They always show at Easter weekend. So I guess you could go back and forth from Chuck Heston going, saying things like, <laughs> Don't oh, they also have... you'll die on your feet, stone cutter. And then you can turn to NBC and see Jesus going, you know, uh, the meek shall inherit the earth or whatever. I think the History Channel is supposed to have something like Killing Jesus. Oh, something. the Bill O'Reilly yeah, uh, yeah. book. Yeah, yeah, they made a movie so out all, of that, too. Yeah. It's all coming... Coming at you. This yeah, there's lots of the there's lots of God on TV. God's making a comeback. Yeah, at they least should, in the ratings. They should give him a show on Comedy Central. God? Yeah. yeah. Reality yeah. TV. Actually, it's funny. I was just noticing today that one of the most popular tweeters is uh, tweets from God. Oh yeah. It's and he calls himself God. It's it's a really funny account. But it's also, it's interesting because I've noticed today, and of course it's not, uh, but it's not a verified account. <laughs> God can't get verified. <laughs> which, um, which means what? Which, which means nobody can confirm it's really him. Oh, I see what you mean. Um, <laughs> uh, and I just want to see like the copycats come up. And this is, this is just a fan of God tweet. Anyway, because um, I started getting followed this week by Mark Wahlberg and he does that. Somebody He's else. Just gonna follow it. And it oh, was, uh, it, yeah, it was a Twitter, you know. I just quote so and so. This is an inspirational. I am not actually Mark Wahlberg. Okay. I got excited for half a second. <laughs> um, also, starting, I am, the things I am excited about that I will, will be watching, this is going to be a busy time for my TV viewing. Uh, two great HBO comedies are back, and maybe two of the best comedies left on TV now that uh, some of my other favorites are gone. But Veep. And Silicon Valley are coming back soon. Not this weekend, next weekend, I believe. Uh, both the funniest freaking things mm-hmm. in the world. Um, and then the week after that, Orphan Black coming back on BBC America, which is one I would highly recommend to anybody who, who wants to start from, from day one, season one. Uh, really good stuff. Mm. Yeah, I watched the, the first couple episodes and really liked it, but then just uh, kind of fell out. That was when... Ian was about to be born, so it was kind of like lost track of TV at that point. Ah, damn kids. Don't they always... <laughs> Get they, your priorities. Damn kids. Oh, yeah. Mine is sick. Last man on earth. Is <laughs> well, it's a good thing that you oh, left sorry, her behind. Oh, oh, my God. She's sick. Oh, yeah. that's terrible. <laughs> well, this is a good night to get out of the house. <laughs> yeah. Why does every... She's not dying. Well, what has she got? The she's Ebola? sick. What has she got? I mean, I mean <laughs> She's not me? dying. Well, she's so funny sick. She's got to get over it. Well, the sitter texted Somebody's me. Somebody's going to take care of her. I escaped from the house, as I do at least once a week, and I was, you know, with my mom and, you know, escaped not being with her she's deathly ill and the babysitter texts me that she just puked on the couch and I'm like oh you know that sucks and my mom's like do you care and I'm like "Mm, no I don't care (laughs) and she's all you should call her you know you should call home and say hey and I was like oh yes I will (laughs) and I did I'm like hi Maddie I heard you puke but I mean I don't know I just it wasn't that I didn't care it was that all right well, just rinse it off. I'll clean it when I get home. <laughs> you're just you're, you're of the mindset of like, yeah, they do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly. You don't have the the plastic uh, slip cover covers on the couch. No, like but it's washable. Age. Thank God, oh, I got a God. washable. Scotch guarded. You get the nice fabric. You can just wipe. No, up. it's called micro suede. I got it years ago, and literally, you could spill margarita or puke on it, and you can just wipe it away. <laughs> and you've done both. Done both. Thank you. You can I wipe it, like, and it's gone. Like I it's feel the like best we're couch teaching ever. Something on this podcast. Wow. <laughs> you know, oh yeah. Anybody Ooh. with kids. I like to think you learn a little.
little something. Yeah. From Snark. From Snark Monkey. Yeah. You learn from Snark Monkey. Yes. How to clean up puke, a little bit about God. Uh, what AD means, what yeah. Easter means. The Nambla folks are happy. Yeah. That rabbit. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> You mentioned HBO shows. Yes. So Game of Thrones. Oh, no, that's back. not where I was going. Oh, okay. I Because uh, everybody's talking about uh, the Scientology. Who oh, are, yeah, yeah. Uh, getting clear? Going clear? Going clear? Going clear. Ever, ever clear. Is ever clear? No. Did anybody in the room watch it yet? I don't get to the HBO mm. anymore. No. I don't right. have a chance. No, okay, never mind. Uh, good, because uh, s- somehow if we manage to merge Nambla and Scientology in one podcast, it's going to be like this implosion. Of... It would be Namblatology, I suppose. Oh, wow. Uh, I do want to watch it, though. It's based on the book, um, and one of the high-profile people in it is Paul Haggis, uh, the director, mm. the guy who made Crash, and uh, was very uh, prominently a member and then very prominently left and has been very open about it. And apparently there's some pretty scary stuff in this thing. So mm-hmm. um, I definitely want to check it out. And the other HBO thing I was going to mention before you got to that. No, it wasn't an HBO thing. What was it? Oh, the Jinx. <gasps> My uh, husband's loving that show. He loves it. I watched the first episode. This is the And this is an ongoing. I mean, it, it basically spurred. He incriminated himself while making the show, basically. I mean, there was something that they uncovered. They're setting up season two, I think. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess they could follow it up with the trial that's about to go on right now or is going on right now. But I did watch the, I mean, it felt at first like it was just going to be an expanded version of 48 Hours or something or, you know, or uh, Dateline. Um, And it's... Really compelling, really compelling stuff. He's always like, "Sit down, you got to watch this." Yeah, and I'm like, like uh, Chevy Chase looking at the Grand Canyon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. looks good. Right. Looks yeah, good. I'll be back. Just threw up. I I gotta, yeah. yeah, I got to go puke <laughs> on the couch. Um, uh, so HBO D- Game of Thrones. I am not into it. Uh, oh, you are. I've read the books. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Do you? I didn't re- think do you I was actually read like the physical book? <laughs> do you have it on I your coffee table? I didn't think I was going to like it because, like, all the trailers and previews it just looked like oh uh, blood and sex blood and sex blood and yeah. sex which normally is fine uh <laughs> fine but, i i, I yeah. insist <laughs> but uh then i actually like sat down and watched it and, and my brother was reading the books and he was like no this is really cool like you you find out about somebody and then like chapters later you get their point of view and realize oh my god i hated that person before but now so are the books well written are they yes really oh yeah I, I have a little trouble with the fantasy genre in general. I just don't gravitate to it. I'm 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 forcing myself to read. Not forcing myself. I'm actually it's a physical book uh, <laughs> because my nook was down for a while. So I went I went uh, I went old school, uh, and I have I'm reading The Hobbit. I'm forcing myself to read. I've oh, never yeah. read a single Tolkien book. Uh, the Hobbit is is written more for kids, right? So which is I figured yeah. a good start. And Lord Lord of the Rings is, is a little more. I mean, not adult, but... But it's in, more intricate and has yeah. more layers to it in history and mythology. And basically, like, every... Any any part you found in the movie, if you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah just get, to the, get to something else. That's the same way in the book. <laughs> I talked to my brother about it afterwards. You're we're not like, making a convincing like, argument for me. <laughs> well, he's just like, oh, they got the Council of Elrond scene. I can... Uh, I remember skimming through this chapter <laughs> but they are they're really it sounds, good it sounds like they're the really scenes in the senate books. in the newer george yeah. lucas uh, star wars movie seriously tolkien's <laughs> tolkien's imagery when he's describing something is fantastic I'm ha- i have I, to say even though i know it's it's more of a childlike 
you know, adventure, I'm really caught up in the, I, I get how The Hobbit gets under your skin because the, it is a, it is a great grand adventure full of imagination, great vivid characters. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but like I say, I'm not, the fantasy stuff just doesn't, I don't really gravitate to it. Now my kid is heavy, heavy and he and his friends, and it's actually, it reminds me, uh, cause we've talked about this before briefly, but it's my son being of a different generation and on demand, I'll watch any show on any device generation, which I can't stand. I can't watch anything on my phone, but he'll watch, you know, series on his laptops. But it's one of the last remaining shows that he and a group of people will get together and watch as it's airing. Um, and that seems to be one of the attractions of the show is that it is a group participation kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the HBO factor. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, oh, you've well, got you it. Wanna, I'll be yeah, right you over. Talk, it, it's a water cooler show. You want to yeah. talk about it. Like the X-Files used to be, which is coming that's back. Oh, it's officially on its way back. A six or eight episode f- season on Fox with the original star. With six episodes. Original. Six episodes, six, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I am quite excited. That's pretty cool. I, I I think I'm going to be into that. Other than the fact that the the, the series that uh, I and a couple of creative partners have been pitching, we have been pitching as it's the new modern X Files, and it's like, well, fuck us. Oh, <laughs> X Files is the new modern <laughs> yeah. X Files. So the actual X Files is coming back. So we're dead. Um, that's exciting. Now, is the Flash wrapping up? Did it wrap up, or is it wrapping up tonight, or uh, as we record this? I saw something on Twitter. Have you stayed with it? Yes, I saw something on Twitter before I started walking over here, and it said, tonight, Dr. Harrison Wells will be revealed. I think it's the season finale. It might be tonight, yes. And you've still been into it and still wrapped up? Uh, Yeah, you know, Uh, sometimes. Oh, 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 a chink in the armor. (laughs) A chink in the suit. (laughs) You you don't sound that excited. Let me. Should I let you finish your sentence? <laughs> there, there's stuff. There's stuff going on from the comic books that I don't know anything about. Oh, as my okay. friend Jeremy uh, constantly reminds me when oh. I say when I when I text him and say, "Why was there a talking gorilla on the show last Grod. night?" Grod. <laughs> Thank you, Grod. <laughs> which started a whole bunch of puns, like in Grod We Trust and oh. Grod Damn Which I'm sure they have used as a comic book title. I'm sure. Before. Yeah. So I didn't know what that was, and I and I, and I, I was watching that, and I thought, "Wow, this is." Odd. Uh, there's talking gorilla now in the sewers. What the hell? So I didn't understand what's going on with Dr. Harrison Wells because apparently it's from the comic books, and I haven't read. Well, the why comic would they books do that? Well, I don't know, but it's ex- but it's interesting. Yeah, I, mean, I, I want to I want to see what happens. I thought the whole point of the show was to to reach people who weren't into the comics. That was that's the big complaint from people who read the comics. It's like this is nothing like the comics. Mm, right. Mm. Well, I I think they're taking cues from the Flash comic books, which I haven't read since I was I think they're just mostly pulling villains and and I think they're mostly pulling villains and and themes from the show. Probably, yeah. So so I believe tonight was the last one and and this character that... uh, Maybe they're just trying to sell comic books now. I don't don't really watch the shows, but I I do know that in like the season finale of Green Arrow, uh, I think it's the season finale. Or Arrow, yeah. Uh, Doug Jones is supposed to be in the show. Uh, I don't which, even know I, what oh, that Doug means. Jones is okay. The guy the who he- created Bugs Bunny. I no, don't no, no, no. That's uh, Chuck. The, That's Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the the Hellboy movies or anything with Guillermo del Toro. Uh, the Hellboy movies. He was Abe Sapien. 
Uh, oh, okay. He was Pan and Pan's Labyrinth. Oh right. Uh, he's he does he's a lot of creature effects. Oh, uh, Falling Skies. He's in that show Falling Skies. He's one of the aliens, one of the main aliens. Ah, if you had said Andy Circus, I would have <laughs> gone ooh. But uh, uh, yeah, he's he's a very big like in 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 monster and creature effects. Yeah. he's very lanky. Wow. Um, great actor. Oh, uh, he was in Hocus Pocus. Remember that show with Bette Midler, that movie? <laughs> oh, my and God. Kathy and Jimmy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Sarah and Jessica Sarah Parker. Jessica yeah. Parker? I would have never thought in a million years I thought there was going to be a Hocus Pocus reference. Oh, <laughs> wow. I'm glad to oblige. <laughs> no, he was the zombie. He's, he's, he's a fantastic actor, and I've had the privilege of meeting him. He's the nicest guy, like borderline creepy nice. Uh. He's a hugger. And oh, he's, God. but he is, he's so super nice. He talked to me for like an hour and he had no right to, like, <laughs> he, he didn't have to talk to me. So are you watching he's The Flash so, in general? Uh, no, nope, I don't nope. really watch the show, but uh, I would watch his episode. That's oh, how wow. big a fan I am of his. He's wow. great. Maybe he's the gorilla. <laughs> no, he's, I think he's an arrow. And oh, I can't remember, I can't remember who he is, mixing but I up think our he's, comic he's coming in at the end, like the season finale Well, it's, it's kept my interest. I mean, I, yeah. I want to, there's weird stuff going on with, with, with this Dr. Harrison Wells, who is now revealed to not be physically disabled. I can't remember, who's the actor who plays him? He was, uh, Kavanaugh. Yeah, yeah, uh, Tom Kavanaugh. Right, Tom? Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Ed. Ed Kavanaugh. <laughs> no, no, his, he, Kavanaugh. he played Ed. He played Ed. In the show Ed. He did play Ed. Yeah, Ed, is Doc here? Is, yeah. Doc's not here. No, Doc is not here. No, so so the show has kept my interest. There, there was uh, last, uh, two weeks ago, there was what I thought was going to be a big plot twist where they killed off one of the main characters and then that turned out to not be true. Uh, okay, so, he's carefully so, couching his so, terms. Non-spoiler the, alert. The story has been very interesting right. and, and, and we actually enjoy it. And and Jesse, uh, Jesse L. Martin, who from uh, the old seasons of Law and Order, right, 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 is really good as Barry Allen's adoptive father, and he's yeah. a cop, and he, you know they. It's got a good cast for it sure. It does. There's there's a really good dynamic there. I'm gonna hold out for my favorite costume character and shift over to the Marvel group and wait for Daredevil to be released on Netflix, oh, yeah. which is next Friday, and it looks pretty good. I think I'm gonna hang with that one probably. If I have to choose my red suited superhero mm. right now, I'm probably gonna go Daredevil on Netflix. And, and remember, as we began talking at the very beginning. Adam West and Burt Ward are voicing an animated movie based on the old TV show Batman. It's it's all over Facebook. It's, it's an animated well, it's a, film. A big thing right now is they actually had a comic series for a while that was like the 66 Batman or something like that. That's was... Ralph Garman did that. It's Batman, and I, Batman 66 and Green Hornet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Kevin Smith is involved in that. But there's mm -hmm. uh, I had it up here and then I lost it because well, I, I, I went to look up the Madonna thing. And by the way, I was correct about that. Thank you. Okay. okay. Uh, Empire was the top. Was on was on the top of the two hundred chart and Madonna beat was number Madonna, two. Yeah. Um, speaking of Batman, while you're looking that up, um, one thing that never ever 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 gets talked about is that Batman because it's been around since you know early. It was Detective Comics and then he developed his own. It was Bob Kane created it back in the forties. They did Bob Kane and one other guy. I can't remember. He's, yeah, he's famous for 
nobody being able to remember. Right, exactly. <laughs> and having to sue, I think, DC yeah. later. He's yeah. the Tesla of comic books. But the, but Batman was made into a weekly serial mm-hmm. in movie theaters. like Superman was, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but Superman was kind of a little bit more better known. The Batman one was a cheapy, cheapy, and they've been showing it on Turner Classic Movies every Saturday. So it's a good, you know, it's a 15-minute short. It's a cliffhanger. It is horrible. Horrible. Are these the ones where Batman has a gun and he shoots people? Or? Well, they do talk about a radium gun. But yeah, but but if you look at the old comics, Batman wasn't, there weren't a lot of gadgets. I mean, they had a cave and that kind of stuff. But he was just more of a, a guy in a suit, you yeah. know, and he didn't he have. A, I'm pretty sure he had a gun. Yeah, no, he was shooting gun. He was like yeah. a he was like fighting gangsters. It was there wasn't the was his the real super Robin. This, yeah, he had a Robin. <laughs> the super villains didn't come until much later. And honestly, the suit in these shorts, for one, the guy in the this is 1949, maybe 48, 49, something like that. Or or they brought him back in forty nine. Anyway, they they're terrible. They're on old sets. They you know there's no spe- they're using a lot of stock footage. They're incredibly racist. This was no this was must have been nineteen forty two. I remember that because um, so they're fighting the nips. Is that what they, it is? They, no, it's the Japs. It's Jap this and Jap that. It's awful. It's terrible. And uh, there's a line. It's you know one of the henchmen meets the supervillain for the first time and and recognizes that he's Japanese. Knees, and you know they he says something about uh, I'll you know points a gun at him let me out of here I'll blast you you know it's great dialogue like that <laughs> and he goes oh I let you out and he says ah so I guess you're just as yellow as your skin you know stuff like that right. it's like, oh, listen no. Tojo <laughs> but but the Batman he Adam West in his day looks like a bodybuilder compared to this guy. <laughs> I mean, it's like the suit is hanging on him, oh, and it's and, and so the, it's me. Is what you said. <laughs> Wonder who that was. Oh my god, it's so glorious it wasn't to watch Buster this. Buster Crab was it? No, no, it's some no-name actor. He's got a Boston accent, so that doesn't work. Um, the, Pack Buster, the Batmobile, and it's yes. the kind of thing where it's like a 1937 Packard. Robin is, is a younger actor who has absolutely no training. He's just he's. <laughs> Just saying his lines like this, but but half the time he's looking up at Batman and and like so his his back of his head is to the camera and they never did a second take and it's just oh wow nobody ever talks about this because they're so cheaply poorly wow. terribly made um, awesome yeah they're they're kind of great well it says it right here there was some big convention in uh, I think it said North Carolina but it says. Uh, they're voicing an animated film next year based on the old Batman to uh, coincide with the 50th anniversary of the 1960s Batman series. Uh, that's kind of I wonder if that's the one. There's there's supposed to be one where Weird Al's going to be a voice in it. <laughs> I miss him. <laughs> He's around. Know. Weird Al. He's coming to He's the back. theater next year. I believe He's my friend back. Jeremy is forcing me to go see Weird Al. <laughs> forcing you? I'll take your place if you don't uh, want to go. No, I'm going, and I've already emailed Al saying, hey, I'll be the one from the back waving, and Al wrote back and said, well, give me your names. I'll get you on the after uh-huh. show list so you can wave to me closer than that. <laughs> Proving once again that he is the nicest guy. He's in the nicest world. guy in show business. After yeah. Doug Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we no, he's eat. no Easter bunny, but he's weird. They'll just hug each other. <laughs> is there anything, let's start to wrap things up here, gang. Uh, anything in particular you are looking forward to? Um, mm. I, I, I'm looking at Box Office Mojo right now. The only thing opening this weekend is... Uh, Furious 7, period. Has anybody in the room seen a Fast and Furious movie? 
I've seen a Fast and Furious. You have? Yeah. The How Paul many Walker of them? movies? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, at least the first one and the second one, maybe the third. Tokyo I think Drift? I stopped it. I think I stopped it too. <laughs> They're good. It's just a little repetitive. You know, it's the same movie well, all seven times. It looks like they've changed the format. Like at first it was just that kind of street racer movie. Right. Now it's like, it's like a Mission Impossible yeah. movie. Yeah. It's become, yeah, it's fighting a mob or a villain. Terrorist. Or, a, or I've got to get, we've got to get the money to get him out of jail or something. Mm. People I, I, though are still going to see that movie like it's a cult classic no oh, yeah. they're like going and and there I is word that this one is not terrible it's gonna make a crap load of money it'll be the first thing in a long time um that will actually make big bucks although that movie home and it's i'm telling you right now family fair is about the only thing that's a guarantee it made like 50 million bucks in its first weekend that's the that's the biggest box office weekend uh, we've seen in a while jim parsons is a god yeah not to me but to other people he's a god yeah. Steve oh, Martin's Jim Parson, that Martin is annoying again. guy from Big Bang Theory. Yes, who yeah. kind of talks like this all the time. <laughs> yeah. Now, hold on, Leonard. He's got one You know, voice. you could have been a character like that, Icer. I auditioned, actually, for the DreamWorks uh, TV version of it, because they were looking for a sound match for, for Jim Parsons, and I don't sound anything like him, but... Uh, but they were looking for someone to match him. Well, here, here are the big titles leading up to the only thing I even remotely care about right now, which is Avengers Age of Ultron on May mm-hmm. 1st, um, is... Nope, not that one. He's to see if anybody can recognize <laughs> any of these movies, and there's only one of them that I guarantee we'll all know. Did anybody know anything about The Longest Ride? No, nope. sorry. Clouds of Sils Maria. <laughs> no, these are all limited release. Oh, okay, uh, April 17th begins several nationwide. Uh, Child 44? No. Nothing. Monkey Kingdom? That's a Disney That's a live action. That's a Disney oh, yeah. thing. It's a documentary kind Unfriended? of Unfriended? Anybody? Oh, yeah, that's a horror movie. All like, right. they bully some girl. She commits suicide, and all of a sudden... Oh, another she starts movie coming, like Bullet. ...coming after them over Facebook. All right. Here's the spirit. only other movie that I know of that we all are going to know the title for one simple reason. It's a sequel. Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2. <laughs> and uh, other than that, it's like Little Boy, I've heard something about what it. What about that horror movie... The, they follow you. It, it follows. follows. It follows. I've heard it's good. I'm hearing that's good too. Yeah, I'm gonna one... see that, and I need somebody to go with me because I am a little uh, girl at scary movies. See, now movies. that's the kind of movie that you do want to mm-hmm. see with other people that gives you. Oh, I do. Yeah, like you want to yeah. go to the movie theater. I, I'm scared to death. No, this I'm a, I'm a scared just talking about it. I, I am a s- little girl at the movies at a, at scary movies. No, I scream. <clears throat> I would yeah. scream. I I actually have a horror movie. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's going to be at a film festival in Mississippi. Yeah, but it's called Big Bad, uh, and I play the monster. <gasps> yeah, Ooh, I, I did the full body cast. Saw your post for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, they just released a teaser trailer today. Uh, website. Do you mind if I plug? No, God, okay. no. Yeah, uh, it's called uh, BigBadTheMovie dot com. Uh, they're going to be releasing the stuff this week and next week. A full trailer should be later this week, and they've got uh, it, the the director and writer. It's not like a full on horror movie, but his two favorite movies are Jaws and Goonies. So that's basically <laughs> the best way <laughs> to say it's like a mashup. Though. It's kids <laughs> who who do this like. Uh, Lock up for charity at their school, and and there's a monster it, that attacks them at the jail, and uh, I'm the monster. So, oh, yeah. are you pretty happy with it? You, you like I haven't it? seen it, oh, no? but I I enjoyed making it. Yeah. Uh, other, other than the contacts I had to wear, but other than, <laughs> oh wow, 
Those are good stories. You should, boy, you buried the lead, Brad. You should have brought that up right off the <laughs> well, I, We would have forgotten. Now we're at the end of the podcast, right, so people right. will be able to go. How are the snacks? The snacks? <laughs> I, I couldn't really eat that much in the costume. I had the full face oh. makeup on. Oh, bummer. He lost yeah. a lot of weight, I bet. When I finally took off the makeup, they got a gr- somebody got a great picture of me. If, if you're listening, please send, send it to me, where I still had like all this blood on my face. So I just picked up a pork chop and just. <laughs> <laughs> where can people find you, Brad? Uh, uh, I'm on Facebook, Brad Bishop, uh, Brad R. Bishop on Twitter. All right. Brianna, anything you're looking forward to? Going to see Home on Thursday? Going to see Home on Thursday, taking the... Niece so you get nephew. to be annoyed by Jim Parsons' voice for about uh, 90 minutes. Oh, he is one of the voices, and J-Lo yeah. plays the mother. and yeah. Rihanna. Yeah, you know, I usually, as soon as a cartoon, I take the kid to a movie, I usually kind of... As soon as it starts, I kind of gloss over and my mind starts thinking. I come back in an hour or so. I'm like, you know, you could put your hand in front what of me. What are you thinking about? I just, it's funny. And Frozen was the first movie. I thought, oh, wait a minute. This might be kind of good. And I, I clicked back in. But I do seem to go almost like a rape victim. I leave my oh, body. God. I guess I should. Whoa. Maybe I should say that. But, you know, just kind of, I'm not there. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. So at you that. go to the movies with Bill Cosby? <laughs> oh, oh. I, I am excited about the new Pixar one, though. The uh, oh, the emotions. Don't yeah, the emotions? yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't think of the name. Uh, of it. Oh it's, my god! Uh, it's something with the head, the brain, the, all the sections of inside the brain. Inside out. Inside. Yeah, I think uh, that it is sounds out. That sounds right. I with Amy Poehler yeah. and Bill Hader and yes. uh, Louis yeah. Black. That looks like it could be inventive and fun. And yeah, and, that yep. looks pretty good. Yeah. I think I'm going to take my kid to see It Follows. Yeah. Bill Hader, the new voice of Mr. Peanut. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for that Isn't tidbit. Very exciting. Uh, Rob, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I know you're, uh, as a Jew, I know you're looking forward to this weekend. Uh, yeah, because I really love not eating bread for eight days. <laughs> um, Passover, I'm skipping it this year. Yeah, no, I do it. I do it. I, I do want to see the Wrecking Crew. I, I just have to make the time to see it. Oh, that's I'm so good. I'm very interested in yeah, seeing uh, it. Yeah, you'll love it. Um, I was looking forward to doing a Peter Cottontail song, but I think we're out of time. That's what I was leading okay. you into oh, with okay. the whole weekend oh, thing. Oh, okay, yes. Well, so, uh, oh, so, my God. God, wrecking, you know how? Okay, why can't you pick up pass, on my cues? Yes. Looking forward to Passover, yeah, because uh, it is nice. It's a nice family kind of gathering right, thing, right? And, uh, and and that first bite of bread after eight days, it's heavenly. Mm-hmm. It's heavenly, and, and you uh, want, makes you want to challah. Ch- ch- it does make you want to challah, <laughs> and uh, I'm just looking forward to being creative and happy and and uh, being with my friends on Snark Monkey. Oh. He's so full. Yeah, that's kind of like the Justin Bieber moment at the end <laughs> yeah. of the roast. No, as it's, long uh, as you love it was me. A, it was a nice effort, but nobody's buying it. <laughs> and I'd love to be the voice of the Honey Nut Cheerio B, which I auditioned for last week. So awesome. if anybody's out there listening. Taking over for Billy West. Uh, huh? I'm sure this is a negotiation thing, and he'll be yeah. back in the in the uh, yellow and black saddle again very soon. <laughs> Where but, can people uh, find you, the Iceman? Oh, geez. Well, I am on the Facebook, Rob Eisenberg, with an I. Uh, I am on the Twitter at uh, Iceman Tweeteth, and now I have an Instagram uh, a thing. Uh, there's not much there, but it's called Icemanstagram. Um, <laughs> And uh, there you go. All right, great. Can we go out on a song? If you'd like. Let's do it. Here we go. Oh, run from Peter Cottontail, because he did time in bunny jail for giving lead-painted Chinese eggs away. 
keep him from your girls and boys. His basket's filled with weird sex toys. His favorite movie is Five Shades of Fifty Shades of Grey. Damn, Damn it! <laughs> Even though he looks real fluffy and his ears are really cute. He might have picked up something funny from a rabbit prostitute. Oh! Run from Peter Cottontail. His candy's melted and his peeps are stale. Don't let him into your house on Easter Day. Boing. <laughs> Thank you. And of course, I typed five shades of gray instead of 50. One day, you're going to get through one without making a mistake. You know, but until then... I never screw up these songs anywhere else. I do them in front of people. I do them in front of crowds. When I come here, for some reason, there's always a mistake. Well, it's too bad this is live and we can't do anything about it. I know. I, I feel terrible about it. Uh, you nailed the shot in the trash can. Yes, I did. <laughs> That's, That's where that belongs. All oh, right. Well, geez. happy snarking this week, everybody. And get a monkey. Get and a monkey. Happy Easter. Get a monkey. Get a monkey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.